How we doing, Mark? I'm pretty good, Rich. How you doing? I'm in mini mode. Yeah, mini mode. Yeah. Let's do it. Lately, content's made our minis kind of maxi, but yeah. I don't really care. Nah, it's you fine. Know? Yeah. I mean, this is what podcasts are all about, right? This is why God gave me the gift of gab. That's right. Mm-hmm. And boy, do you have a gift. Got a, it's a gift. You have many gifts, but gab is certainly high in the it's list. It's up there, right? Of your gifts. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. I try to live by one rule, make it interesting for the uh, listener. And that's yeah. even if you're just in a general conversation. Yeah. I do that when I'm talking to myself a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you talk to yourself in a foreign accent like I do? Sometimes. Yeah. It yeah, helps. It's usually a French accent, though. It makes me feel like I'm not talking to myself. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a different yeah. person talking to you. Anyway. Mark, don't forget to Mark, set up the piano. Mark, what is the matter with you, you What's filthy swine? What is the piano about tonight? Play the piano. The Spring House. <laughs> I am playing at the Spring House this afternoon. Yeah. 530 to 830. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But by the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably have happened or started or started so or the other anyway well let's before we get rolling as always our uh, mini pods are brought to you uh, by our sponsor bimmy block island maritime institute their motto is learn to love block island indeed it is and they have programs for the whole family to explore the history and beauty of block island in the great salt pond and block island maritime institute is located directly next to dead eye dicks yeah you go down and check out their seven aquariums and exploration tanks they have daily educational programs for kids they have a calendar right on the website too by the way you just click on that you can click on today say you got nothing to do you click on it tells you what's going on yeah um, they got educational programs for the kids, including marine dissections, shellfishing, squidding, crabbing, tying nautical knots, beach and dockside explorations, Bimmy boat battles, and more. It's true. They have something for the whole family, and you can even take a harbor tour, which yeah. sounds nice. Yeah. So yeah, go check out their website. Go down and check out Bimmy. And as always, thanks, Bimmy, for sponsoring the mini pods. Yeah, Bimmy had a big thing. They were thanking um, the Mary D Fund. Marguerite, I guess, made a donation and they gave her the stuffed Bimmy sharks and she gave out to a bunch of kids at school. Oh, I've been hearing about the yeah, stuffed sharks. Yeah. That's cool. We got a. God, I'm going to go make a donation, get us a couple of stuffed sharks. Yeah. Remember when you were the, 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 the shark purveyor on Block Island with a shark bite at Sharky's and yeah. everyone's after your little plastic sharks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The shark attack drink. Yes. Yeah. An amazing yeah. beverage. I, legendary beverage, really. Legendary, on Block yeah. The yeah. Blood. Jen, um, our bartender Jen was the one that really came up with the idea with the grenadine yeah. running down. And the plastic shark sticking off the yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. Looks good. Good stuff. That was fun. Hey, fun how fun old days. How, let me ask you a question. How was your week? My week was good. I mean, it was more of a work week. It was, was um, it? yeah, my taxi broke down. Oh, no. Luckily, my night driver is an amazing mechanic. His name oh. is Seth. Okay. And he, uh, but it broke down. He limped it back to his place. He ordered the parts within 48 hours. It was back up. What was wrong with it? I, what do I look like? You don't even I, know. I'm a cook, <laughs> not a doctor, Jim. <laughs> he said something about <laughs> He said uh, O2 sensors, air filters, just something. Look, it's all about ball bearings these days. I think it was all about salt, block island, salty corrosion. Dude, I'll tell you, man, that salt air is for real. Uh, Our musical gear here at Nick's, like the PA equipment and all that stuff, you know, usually that stuff lasts, you know, up to 10 years before if you're really working it hard. Out here, half that, five years maybe. You're lucky if you get five years out of it. I got a truck with uh, maybe 100,000 miles on it and the the, the frame is just falling apart. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Um, yep. Did you know that you could tell by the first number in your VIN what country your frame was made in? I did not know that. I only learned that this year. No yeah. kidding. I don't know the right numbers, but so basically there's frames set up in Mexico, frames in the U.S., and frames in Canada. Huh. Um, 
Mine was in Mexico, and no offense to the Mexicans, but I guess that's the worst uh, steal going. Yeah. Is Canada's, right? I think Canada's one, U.S. is two, and Mexicans third. So well, at least we're still number one in something. <laughs> no, we're number two. Oh, we're number two. Number Canada's two. Number I think one. Canada's number one. You know what? I think they've secretly been number one for quite some time. They probably have. <laughs> we'll just never admit it. But we do on this podcast. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. So, yeah, so what so else? So it's back on the road, though. Cab's back on the road, up Man. and running. Cool. Um, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but I have a little tiny cottage my wife and I are renovating in Westerly. And, oh. Yeah, it's coming along. It's so insulated. you working at, went off island to check that out? Had to out. go off and meet some people yeah. and get ready for sheetrocking. I've never sort of overseen a bigger project like this. This so. is it. Yeah, this is it. Cool, man. You know? Well, I it's I can't wait. You know, Mystic's uh, right next door. So this yeah. winter, we're going to get to hang out a lot. We're going to be neighbors whenever so I visit wait. the mainland. Yeah, man. I'm America. excited for When it. you come to America, you can come yeah, to We'll be date nighting together. Total double date night. Yeah. I love Take the ladies night. out. Show them a good time. Mm, dang. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What was oh, your week like? Wow. It was quite an eventful week. Oh, really? I'm not going to lie to you. Well. Yeah. Uh, first of oh, all, I, I think I know. What, yeah. 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 So as a lot of you know, we had uh, Katie, my wife and I had a, a basset hound named Lightning who was, you know, pretty well known around the island. He was one of those island dogs that like, you know, got around. And uh, on, at 12 years old, we lost him in December, uh, the end of December 2020. Very sad. And it was sad, but 12 years old. He had a good life. That's about how long they run. You know what I mean? And, and your room smells better. The room smells better. Less There's less hair. Oh, way less gas. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, remember you could hear him like farting, oh, yeah, I think, we on, in, in the early season. podcast. Yeah, we yeah. hear him in the background. Yeah. So anyway, you know, the process of, of you know, could, deciding whether or not you want to get another dog, it's a, it's a serious one because, look, you're dealing with a human. Or I'm sorry. A, well, they are like humans, but it's a life form. And, and you can't just like casually be like, okay, I'm going to accept responsibility for this life form and then not give it your all. So, you know, I personally have been like in the space where I've, I've been enjoying my freedom as, as a non-dog owner in terms of like being able to take off for the weekend or go here, go there, not have to find a dog sit or whatever. Um, you know, Katie, on the other hand, is a little more, was more ready for, for a dog. So she started the search and, um, she found a lovely little five-year-old female basset hound in Syracuse, New York that needed to be rescued. Her name is Lily. Oh. And Lily came home to Mystic on Thursday, on Wednesday. And then she came to Block Island on Thursday. And I met her on Thursday. Oh, and, congratulations. Uh, thank you. She is, she stole my heart. I mean, she just looked right at me. Those eyes. Have you ever looked into a basset hound's eyes? I, yes. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's like a tractor beam. I cry. They will, they will do that. They will yeah. make you cry. So anyway, the first night she's here in the room and I go, you know, I lay down, go to bed. She's obviously in the bed because that's what dogs do. And um, she comes right over to me and I'm laying down. She just buries her snout right in my neck and just lets out one of these. (sighs) I'm like, oh, you little shit. You got me already. Remember when I did that to you? Yes. Yes. Similar experience, actually. (laughs) Just, you know, yeah, you're hairier. feel the same when you looked in my eyes. (laughs) Well, no, it was a little, it was not, yeah, it was a little. uh, Similar gas. I I talk to my therapist about it all the time, actually. Yeah, gas was the same, though. Anyway, so. congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. And, uh, you know. Dog brings a lot of, you know. Oh, 
Yeah. It's great. And, and like you said, you put a lot of time and thought into it. And then, I don't know about you, I thought about it, I thought about it. And then my wife told me what we were doing. So yeah. <laughs> that's how I that's, got my well, dog. You know yeah. how it works. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, let's get real. Final, final, <laughs> final thing. But, Is that all it's going to take? Is a 10 year commitment? All right, yeah, I'll do it. All right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. No, so that's that's the big news of the that's week. That's fantastic. It's, it's great. Yeah, so happy that Katie is has her little love muffin and, and I'm, you know, I get to be a dad again. And, and that's cool. Nothing against our dearly departed friend Lightning. No. But you mentioned to me uh-huh. about half the size. Oh, my God. So that's got to be a life changer. What, what did Lightning weigh? 85. To- I actually maxed out at 90 pounds. This dog was like, he was a beef cake. He was just like a giant loaf of beef. What do you think this dog weighs? So this dog is 45 pounds right now. He's literally half the size of Lightning. She was half the size of him. And uh, I forgot, you know, like taking Lightning for walks. Like it was like trying to like, you know, r- you know, reel back like a team of horses. This, you know, Lily's, you know, she's half the size. She's a little thing. She's like a Aww. loaf of bread. You know, she's adorable. No, I'm I can't so wait for happy. you to meet her. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm excited. She's awesome. But I do have to mention one other thing. So this weekend, last night, today's Saturday, last night uh, is our first weekend of uh, two weekends with the Blushing Brides. And uh, so the boys showed up yesterday. Um, we set up. We sound checked. It was sound check went great. Last night we come downstairs to play at nine thirty, and the place is just packed. Like oh, people yeah. are on the dance floor, like the dance floor, just waiting. And we got on stage. The sound was dialed in. This guy Brian Cabral, a friend of mine, came in to do sound. Did an excellent job. Like nailed it. And dude, let me tell you, the band came out of the gates, and it was just a non. My shirt was soaked through with sweat from at, by the second song. And it just didn't stop all night. It was amazing. It was one of the best shows I play with. These you guys. know, they're they're just a fixture here. They and they, are. I mean, and people not only do people here, people book their vacations around the Blushing they do. Brides. They do, yeah. And people come over just for that weekend for yeah. them and stuff like that. And too, just so. like again, you know, they're they've been doing this since night seventy six. I think Maury said when he was yeah. on the show. And uh, I mean, hats off to these dudes. They're not they're not spring chickens, and they'll no. admit it. But you know what? Uh, they still got it, man. Yeah. It's really fun to play with those dudes. Always and enjoyed working the door with them. They're great. You know, great. I mean, not that Nick's would ever book up, but they're always, always a, you're trying someone new here and yeah, there. Yeah, every and now and, and then. An, there's unknowns. Yeah. They were like a lock solid. Oh. You could just be like, come here tonight and you're going to have a blast. <laughs> it's great. You know, and, they, oh. and you do. And and special shout out to to our bass player, Johnny Paisano. That's really his name. Johnny I, pa- I And he it. is Johnny Paisano. This guy yeah, is like, you know. But anyway, Johnny came off the boat. Oh, not like the the ferry ride for some reason. Something happened, and he wasn't feeling great. And he he fought through. He was feeling like shit. Like he looked like he was gonna pass out. And it was hot in there, terrible. But he made it through the night. Like what what a trooper, man! This guy's total pro. Just just you sure that wasn't through. part of trying to look like the actual Rolling Stones? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, we're doing the heroin days look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, mixed but anyway. with the eighties. Yeah, you know, yeah. not the eighties years. The being eighty years old. Yeah. So, anyways, great weekend. And uh, so far with those guys, doing it again next weekend. So stoked to be part of that band. That's, that's it. Nice. That's all I got for my week. Well, anyway. That's fun. That's yeah. a good week. Like yeah. I said, we're in that rinse and repeat mode of summer. It really it's is. Like, Isn't it amazing? Yeah, you, know, you just put out a few little fires here and there. You do yep. your thing and you yeah. move and groove. Yeah, I'm and blowing, kinda, it's just blowing by. It blows by. Yeah. What's I ha- literally feel like we did a mini yesterday. You I know. know what I mean? Or the day before. It's 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 crazy. Yeah. I wonder so, if it's like that elsewhere, if it's just the island has something to do with that. I don't that. know. 
That's a good question. Me neither. Uh, maybe other islands. But, well, uh, we're going to find speaking out, of, aren't we? Speaking of islands, what's going on on our little island this week? What's been happening? I don't know. I noticed a new sign up. Did you see the new sign by Legion Park where they do the farmer's market? It says no right turn. No. So if you're coming down from the airport and you get to the, if you hit the T where you can yeah. go left to Champions or right to town, there's now a no right turn sign there. And I, I inquired and I guess it was because so many mopeds were trying to swing that right and hitting the curb on the other <laughs> side of the road. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I don't know if it's working. So wait, is that definitely why they did that sign? I don't know. I can't say definite. You know, it wasn't like for sure. I'm ninety nine percent sure that I'm halfway sure. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Weird. Yeah. Well, well, and then you can see that curb is just marred with rubber. Like, is it? Yeah. And wow. so I don't know, but it just was a strange place for me to see a no right turn sign. Yeah. But I have. Did this... you obey the sign? No. Fuck no. No. You got to <laughs> make a right there. Otherwise, you're heading out the west side. I, th- I would think it should say no right turn tourists only. Yeah. First time. Yeah. Moped Locals. Renters. Okay to go. Yeah. No, that would be that'd be hilarious. <laughs> it would be. You know, I'm thinking you and I should come up with a few signs and put up our own signs. 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 Somebody did that. Signs. Somebody did that one year. Did they? I'm going to say they were affiliated with a moped rental okay. company, and you can't put up a sign on a state road unless it's authorized well, by oh, yeah. the town or the state. <laughs> so they not not only did they take it upon themselves to have their own signs made, yeah. I think it was an insurance thing. I think some insurance company said there's not enough signs warning people about the sharp curves on the island. Yeah. So I think it might have been a moped company. Huh. So all of a sudden, these signs go up, and my buddy who does the signs for the island is like, where did they come from? Yeah. And not only that, but the road, the sign said road curves head, H-E-A-D. Ooh. I still have one of them. You, they, you have they one? They spelled a head wrong. It did say road sur- curves ahead. Yeah. Just says road curves head. <laughs> road curves head. Well, H-E-A-D. Doesn't even. That's spelled weird. wrong. That's not approved by the town, but it's pretty funny. I don't uh, know. But speaking right. of not so funny, did you see the restaurant around that did the. The ad that said, uh, I, this, okay, okay, I'm putting this as my bad bad move of the month. Okay. So this restaurant in Rhode Island, I don't know what town it's in, it's a little restaurant, said to basically escape the heat, you know, come in for the air conditioning and cold drinks. What was this, it, like on social media or something? Yes. Like a social media post? And it had a, and it was a picture of Anna Frank. Anne Frank. And it said, Anne Frank, and it said, uh, take a break, it's hotter than an oven out there, I should know. Get the fuck out of no, here. No, I'm serious. That's They thought that was an amusing- What? Yeah. That was their That ad. was their ad. I swear to God, like two, three weeks ago. That is happened. fucked up. That is not- That's, I mean, too soon. Too, it's going to always be it's too soon. It's always going to be too soon for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, now, and I found out that I'm a member of the tribe. You know, I'm, you know, yeah, seventh and an eighth Jewish. Jewish blood in you. So I'm especially offended, but- just in general, like what that what ultimately I'm like, yeah, what are you thinking? Like what made you think that, you know, it's been quite a while since the Holocaust. I think we can yeah. make fun of it now. Yeah, like, that's um, funny. It's just no, not never funny. There's a few there's five or six topics. There's well, some things the you, list is really growing now. It is. True. I, I still dabble in the gray area on some of those. I mean, hey, that's fine. But I would ne- I mean, that's just one that's obviously off limits. That's messed yeah. up. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm not gonna take great offense if i hear someone telling a fat joke at the bar yeah you know? yeah i'm a larger man yeah but and then you I look think, at their menu oh try the hitler hamburger <laughs> oh try the yeah, what try the, try the goebbels uh you it's know just, 
Not good taste. Crudite. Not, not even close to a good no, idea. Terrible so. idea. Oh, my God. Shame on you, so restaurant bad, bad, in Rhode Island. Don't do that. Oh, well, what hey, else is going oh, on? Oh, I heard that there's a Lyme disease vaccine trial. Yeah, I read about happening. that. What's, what's up with that? They're doing, uh, I think it's going to be open to ages 5 to 65. And okay. they're doing like the whole half the people get placebo and half get the yeah. vaccine. Yeah. Wow. I think they're doing it for a while. It's a bit of a commitment. There's a couple of shots involved. So you're going to get multiple microchips put into your right. body I know. by the government. I um, <laughs> no, no, no. The next wave of Lyme disease anti-vaxxers are out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're actually yeah. injecting you with tiny ticks. I would try it. I've had Lyme disease a couple of times. Not yeah. fun. No. I don't know if you've ever had it. It's I not, not. Not good. Not it's a long, terrible road, and yeah. it doesn't even hit your heart. It, it sneaks in there. Like, yeah, it's, that's it's what I've a, heard. It's, it can be a sneaky one, but... Yeah, so they're doing this trial, but I think you have to. Uh, you're going to have to do like ten in person, no, in person, not counseling, but yeah, you know, visit, just, so just go check, over yeah, it, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. discuss, you know, what you've done, and well, I mean, have would, you have you been in the bush? Yeah, have you, you know, <laughs> have you been deep? Isn't that a different vaccine? The, no, <laughs> yeah, penicillin. Like my my vote, my boat is. There, I, I I pulled probably six ticks off me in the last six weeks. Have I, you? I usually get at least yeah. one a week yeah, with a bite. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be nice. I mean, especially out here to not have to worry about hiking through Robin's Hollow yeah. and, you know. Because I don't know Lyme if the disease. chemicals you spray on your legs are any better for you. Probably than not. Lyme My guess is no. I don't know. Well, that's cool. Hopefully that works. Let's stay on top of that one. And Our friend Pam Gelsamini has got a new dish in the paper. She does? Yep. I love her recipes. It's called Strippa Chowda. Strippa Chowda. I'm just kidding. I Wait think a it's supposed to be. A play on the accent of stripa. A stripa. But S- it definitely reads stripa. S T R I P A H H H chowder. It looks yeah. delicious. Yes. It is a striper chowder. Yeah. And you don't have to be a stripper <laughs> to make it. It's uh but it looks but good. Could. Yeah. It looks really good. Stripa chowder. Strip Sign a- me up. <laughs> <laughs> is it like is there like glitter and bad perfume in part of the ingredients? Hey, strippers perfume is not bad. Okay, so stop saying. All that. right, sorry. Okay, I know you're a big fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew I smelled. Oh, another th- weird thing that I I realized this week. Um, or I heard about you know like how the parking thing is like this big issue now. Yes, and it is. I guess it is. you know side yeah. the, the sides of this road are getting and especially in front of like places like you know that we talked about three sisters is people are just parking there for the day. Yeah, but Narragansett's I, another problem spot. Sure. Coming down from the west side. Yep. I mean, yeah, there's just, just cars all over the foot place. Foot over the white line in the road, yeah. too. Like, I'm not yeah. saying you shouldn't be able to park there, but if you've got this house of a car that you can't get over the white line, then that parking is not for yeah. you, you know? Dude, I, we went, Katie and I and Lily went to the uh, oh. farmer's market this morning. And uh, as we, I, I just realized. I just made that illegal right turn because we parked before. God and then damn I, it. Don't admit it. Don't admit it. I didn't, I didn't even think it. about it. No, it's too late. I already oh, did. Oh, man. So I did. I made the illegal right turn. And we're going back down past, uh, you know, the ore, which is on the left. And, you know, Redgate Farm over on the right. Yeah. So we're on the right, you know, go, parked the wrong way uh, is this BMW with, with New York plates with, like, the front end pulled up, like, uh, like sideways on the curb and the back the ass end of the car like out like like yeah. you said like a foot in the street i'm like who is this chucklehead like what's going on dude just learn to park just don't be a and don't shithead. make a spot work it's just not gonna like you remember seinfeld you ever see kramer like i can fit in that spot oh, and he yeah, like yeah, taps yeah, the yeah. car in front and back yeah. like four times <laughs> to give them enough room yeah 
Yeah. Um, well, uh, so so I guess the solution to the parking problem, so they've imposed a $10 fine. No, that is the fine right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, right. So that's, I think what they're talking about is raising that. Oh, okay. So right now, if you work at the Nash somewhere downtown yeah. and you park illegally, you get a ticket for $10. Right, which is basically like you're paying $10. Paying for park. $10 for parking. Right. You know, yeah. and I don't have anything against anybody. It's a problem. But the point is, like, I, I, I just think it's set the precedence, get get a plan together and make it. It is what it is. Yeah. So in other words, is there parking or not? Because if you're just going to charge me 10 bucks to park here and be a danger to other vehicles and pedestrians, I'm going to pay the 10 bucks. Because right. I got to get to work and I'm going to make $400 waiting tables today. Yeah. And I don't give a shit about the $10. Right. I can, you know, I can I'll, spare the 10 I'll bucks. I'll skim that off the bus now boys if it's tip. Now if it's 50 Fifty, you that's gonna somewhere. hurt. You got to make it hurt yeah. a little bit. You, you know what I mean? And don't forget bit. inflation. Yeah, you know whatnot. I just think that yeah. you know it's you're not gonna get anywhere. It's just it's yeah. the, the the you know the same. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, I do. It's anyway, well, speaking $10. on that same tip, on the same tip of having rules and you know and, and enforcing them. And yeah. this, you know, the drinking thing that we discussed the uh, last week, we discussed that the Block Island Times had this headline, bad behavior in bars. Yeah. And it was all about, you know, a uh, compliance check that the police did sending underage kids in to try and obtain alcohol without presenting ID. A couple, couple, a few places failed the check. One or two places failed two days in a row. And again, one of them being Ballard's, which we've discussed ad nauseum. And uh, so they had a meeting about it over the week. I think it was on Tuesday or Wednesday. And it was to, you know, discuss the whole thing. Which to me, that's the problem is all the discussing. Yeah. Like, just let's, I think I said it once before, set up a, a tier of penalties yep. and go to town and yes. treat every establishment the same. Yes. I don't care if you're the, you know, when it comes to having a liquor license and serving alcohol, and I'm not, you know, I'm speaking from the position of having done it for years, you too. It's up to the place. Yeah. The rules don't change per place. You can't say, well, I'm too big. Well, I, I got to admit, we do have a problem with these days because they're too busy or they're too, you know, or we yeah. can't close off the beach completely from. That's not our problem. Yeah. That's not. So, in other words, the rules are the same for Eli's as they are for Ballard's. Ballard's. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that. Period the end. Period the end. So let's stop. I think the well, time for discussion has passed. It's time to make up a list yeah. of, of penalties. Yeah. As, you know, harsh as you want. I mean, the world is full of Democrats and Republicans. You know what I would do? I'd be like hardcore. But, yeah. And then just enforce them. Yeah. And keep doing the compliance checks. Because you know what? Most places are going to tighten their shit up the first time they get their warning. Right. And if it goes to phase two, and let's say that's a $300 fine, that'll definitely get them tighten right. it up. Right. But there's going to be places that, you know, the doors need to be shut for 24 hours after a violation. On a Saturday in August. Anytime. No, not anytime. Not like, you know, the, I think this happened before. Was it to them? And they like, they they imposed the week long or whatever suspension, like yeah. midweek in October or something. Right. Give me right. a break. But anyway, I, I talked to some people who were at the meeting and apparently the other liquor license holders, a number of them actually finally stood up and spoke out again and, and ganged up on Ballard's basically. And we're like, look, we've all been following the rules. It's this guy. Do something about him and leave us the fuck alone. 
Right. And I, 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 again, I agree. That's the whole thing. And this town has a history of when one little thing happens and there's a, a some obnoxious headline in the paper that doesn't make has any sense is that it send, sends everyone into a tailspin and they get into a tizzy. And then it's like everyone else gets sucked into the wake. I'm not going to lie. Like, I remember when I had my liquor licenses at one of the renewals in November when Mark Emanuel was on the town council, he before the renewal started, he made a blanket statement saying, I want you guys checking, no one's checking IDs and you're over-serving and blah, 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 and like dressed everyone down and we're all looking at each other like, you know, what the the fuck are you talking about? And then at the end, you know, I know Mark, I like Mark, he's a fun guy, I've golfed with him before, but you know, he pulls me aside, he goes, hey, I just want to let you know, I wasn't talking about you, you guys do a good job. And I looked at him, I said, thanks, Mark, you know, and I walked up and I'm thinking like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like you, Why didn't but you, you say did. that up there? Yeah, but you did do yeah. that. You, you should know? have said, except for Captain X, I think they do a really good job. Yeah, <laughs> or, or you don't even have to make exclusions. Just point out, like we said, point out the ones that aren't doing it. Impose, like have a system of fines in place and stick to it. My opinion is come up with the fines and treat all the places equal. So in other words, if you're going to do a compliance check at Ballard's four times a year, yeah. then you do it at the beach Everywhere. too. And believe me, Everywhere. you're going to see a big difference in reaction. You will. And, and you know, because most places want to do the right thing. Yes. There's not a, well, most, you know, don't want to serve 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds. And right. And there's so many factors. You know, most of them have a, have a I, it's just, you know. That's there's a lot of factors. And another thing, just, to, another thing to realize is that, you know. Sometimes it's up to in some places if it's not an, if it's a restaurant right yeah uh, and you have a new server that's just on board and just just learning just being trained and this server goes to a table and there's someone that they don't card you know it's no excuse I mean if they're not trained but you don't you know sometimes the person that's that that causes the infraction it's I don't know how to explain. It's their fault. It's still the restaurant's fault and their responsibility. But there are these factors that are just like it could have just been some newbie that didn't really know what they were doing or was flustered and but trying it, to take an order. And but if that was you or I, you would up your. You'd say, "What's my hole in my situation? Exactly. My hole is newbies aren't trained enough." Yes, and you address it and you fix it. And again, you know, sometimes it might come to an establishment simply letting everyone know upon entry. Yeah, if you're gonna order a drink, have an ID ready. Don't care how old you are. Right. Now this, now this 19 year old server doesn't have to feel intimidated to ask for an ID from a 23 year exactly. old person. It's not my fault. It's our establishment's policy. Right. IDs on the table from everybody. I don't care yeah. if you got a gray beard like yep, like that handsome Rich Trethway. Yes, exactly. IDs out IDs. for everyone. And so that's that. On a similar tip, like again, when when I had the Mohegan Cafe, we had a. Uh, case of a um, anaphylactic shock someone had a food allergy um you know how it happened is it wasn't actually the server's fault but anyway it doesn't matter but that happened it was it was a severe attack we had the you know the they had to be life start off the next day i mean that afternoon i put out an apb to all of our employees that work in the restaurants serving food called them in the mohegan early and and stress like went back you over it like address you address the issue. the issue that's it that's what you do well i'm going to tell you right now if they pick 10 places and do compliance checks nine out of ten of them at three weeks later are going to pass the compliance yeah. check because they're going to realize yep. especially well, warning should be good enough but yeah I, and you know what look to another town what does providence do yeah you know what i mean yep i can tell you what if there's an if there's a 15 year old hauled out 
in a medically induced drunken coma yeah. and there's a sexual assault, I tell you what happens there. They start by guilt. You know, th- having a liquor license is a privilege. They start by pulling the liquor license. Yeah. And then you got to talk your way back into it. Exactly. It's not about talking your way out of stopping them from yeah. penalizing. Yeah. So yeah. Th- I think they just need to stop talking. It's such a simple cut and dry thing. Make a list. You know, I'll be honest. What's I, up with the go ahead. I also think they're afraid of Steve Filippi. I think they're afraid of him. Really? A little bit. I think they know he's got a lot of money and that he's too happy and he'll sue the shit out well, of him. Well, let him sue, but you can't sue if you're doing it across the board to every establishment. Right. That's the bottom line. Anyway. All right. Um, let's move on. I got one more question for oh, you. Oh, okay. This has always been a gray area for me. Yeah. Is it? What's up with the open container thing and people walking out of an establishment? <sighs> so it's not. You're not violating anything if someone refuses to put their drink down. They walk out the door with it. Um, you can't physically stop them you from cannot, leaving. So it got hazy because during COVID, I believe, they were allowing to go beverages, adult beverage, alcoholic yeah. beverages, right? Mm-hmm. And it's to, I, I don't know if that has since been put the kibosh on again and you can't leave. Anyway. Well, even when they were doing that, it had to be a, it was to go. It was not to grab and walk out the door. Okay. It was to get in your car with your yes. to-go order and your to-go drinks right. and go home and right. you know, say you don't have everything in your house to make the perfect uh, Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you gotcha. can get a Manhattan and take it home. Gotcha. Okay. So, so as you remember from working the door at Nick's, our policy, and here's what it was, you can't leave, you cannot cross the, the threshold with an alcoholic beverage and leave the establishment with it. Right. That being said, you also... If you tell a person that and they're like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Fuck you. And they, you can't do anything. You can't no. physically, you can't grab the drink out of their hand. I mean, you could if you want to start a fight, but who wants to do that? So, no, there's really nothing you can do other than call the cops. But you're not going to call the cops and waste their time for someone who's leaving with a drink. So you just do and your nine best. nine times out of ten, they just they're roll up fine. and say, drop the drink, and they dump the drink, and they oh, go oh, on. They don't even well, get in trouble. Nine times out of ten, the customer you're letting know they can't leave with a drink is like, oh, okay, sorry, and they go yeah, back oh, inside yeah, and yeah. finish the drink. It's one out, and it's not even one out of ten. It's one, one out of a hundred uh, assholes yeah. that is like, oh, yeah, <laughs> will make me, you know, and then they leave. Yeah. So you go, okay, and then you just hope that the cops see them and stop them and make them dump the drink or but ultimately that's not this was brought up in the meeting and in the talks it's not the the law is open container outside right you're not allowing them you're not serving that drink and telling them they can free no go no you we know, have signs posted at the at the gate. At Captain Nick's, no alcoholic beverages beyond this point. But you know, in the afternoons when it's not that busy, we don't have a door guy out there. There's a bartender who is you know trying to, you know, usually very diligent and and paying attention. And if they see someone walk, they'll yell from me. Excuse me, sir. You know, you can't leave with that. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Most people are cool about it. But at night, we have the obviously bouncing staff to make sure no one leaves. But uh, there's only so much you can do. And here's the other thing: is that you know, go to Key West. Go hang out in Duval Street. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying Block Island wants to become Key West, but I mean, Key West is not dissimilar to Block Island in a lot of ways. And, you know, it's a it's a high-end community now. And they're fine, you know? All I'm saying is, without enforcement of the open container law, yeah. those people become accustomed to walking down the street with a drink, and therefore... They're more on the side of, hey, yeah, I'll be all right, pal. Thanks. Yeah. Like, in other words, really, in the exit of an establishment, all we should have to say to them is, there's an open container 
uh, you know, yeah. law here. You cannot be on the street with an open container, so you have to leave your drinks here. Yeah. That should be it. Well, that is it. I know. That and is all you can that's do. That's really all you can do. And the town cannot hold you responsible or no. should not hold you responsible no. if someone, because they don't provide you with the ability, not the town, but I mean, generally speaking, again, the, you don't have any option to make to physically stop that drink you're not gonna, right. again you cannot touch the you're not going to grab can't the person. stop someone from buying a six pack at the Redbird and getting outside and popping open a bottle thing. and walking down the street it's the same thing it has nothing to do with the establishment that Correct. sold the goods that's what i'm trying to say exactly they, they, they need to stop making it sound like establishments are freely letting people oh, that's walk what out they do. it's like come it's, on it's a broken you, record man it's, it's been not like, our job Dude, it's been like that Not for my years job. out here. At the door, you say, hey, there's an open container policy. You yep. can't have open containers on Black Island, so you've got to leave your drinks here. Yeah. If they say, screw you, that means they understand. The, it's like me saying to somebody, hey, you should really wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Okay, pal, thanks. Yeah. And they drive away. Yeah. Are yeah. they going to get a ticket? Yeah. I hope so, but yeah. you know, can't you really do? do it. I nah, don't anyway. know. Hey, whatever. Well, who knows? So, okay, so that was a little bitch session for or, or discussion. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's an discussion. ongoing thing. It is a thing. It's an ongoing like, thing because yeah. they're making it into this major oh, stupid shit. Just, you know what? And that's really weird because that uh, does not happen on Block Island. Oh, my usually. God, it does. People don't make big deals out of things out here usually. It's just the solution is right there. <laughs> we don't need to field and discuss and all this. Call Province. Go, hey, what do you guys do about this? Great. Pass an ordinance and it's done. <laughs> yeah. But until you just treat every establishment the same, yeah, pun, yeah, have yeah, the punishment yeah. be equal. All right, so. we're repeating ourselves. At I this know, point. but it drives all right, me let's nuts. It drives me nuts. Dave Dave Sniffin's got a great one about the joke with it, just driving me nuts. I forget oh, what the pun. The, that's the, the punch pirate. Line. Yeah, the pirate with the steering wheel. Steering wheel. Yeah, you're dumb. driving me nuts. Yeah, yeah. What are you anyway. doing with that? Yeah. So all right, so Chris Willie uh, presented a check. To the uh, Block Island Volunteer Rescue Squad. That's so right. They had 100 participants in the Block Island Inshore Fishing Tournament. Yes. I guess that doubled the number from last year. Yeah. So that's a good thing. It's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Willie puts on a good uh, thing. And uh, I was here when they did the presentation of uh, the awards. And, you know, it's this fun little Block Island-based uh, tournament. Yeah. And it was and like it, five grand they raised for the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, really fantastic. Good stuff, yeah. you know? And uh, it's also this this week was also the uh, the tuna tournament, the big tri-state oh. canyon shootout, whatever tuna tournament. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, I mean, I, I'm not a fisherman, but, you know, there's big. I mean, the money's insane. Oh, yeah, with that yeah. thing. Yeah. It's crazy. And yeah. uh, shout out to my, my boy Moose for uh, doing well in the tournament. Moose, congrats, bro, buddy. Wow. Yeah. My buddy Moose. My buddy Moose. You know, speaking of tuna fishermen, um, we did have a loss last week. We did? lost Ricky Hall passed away. He did. I I didn't know. Yeah, that. pretty sure. Um, oh. um, I wouldn't be saying it if I wasn't really, really yeah. sure. But uh, oh, yeah, man, he was having a difficult week with some health issues. Went off on and uh, passed away. Oh. So uh, if you don't know Ricky, uh, pretty pleasant guy. Always saying hi. Loved to fish. Always rode a bike everywhere. And uh, so. Well, Mr. Know. Ricky, from what I gather, uh, our friend Nick Batty is going to collect his ashes and spread them out there at sea because Ricky uh. was a fisherman by trade and then still went out and did some tuna fishing with uh, with those guys. So, yeah. Yeah. So wow, uh, that's sad. It's a sad one. Sad one to say goodbye to Ricky. Oh, wow. Well, well, R.I.P. You know. Ricky. All right. And a reminder, uh, Mary D. Ball is coming up at yes. the Sullivan House. Yes, August it is. August 6th, 5 to 9 p.m. Exciting. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I'm going to try so. and go. 
Should we do a quick email before we uh, go? Sure, sure, sure. Want me to read? Yeah, go. All right, here we go. Hi, guys. I want to reach out and say that your podcast appointment listening for me, I don't know what that means, is is a a point. Oh, I'm in for listening for me. And you guys are doing a great job with this. You have a great range of guests. My favorites include Sarah Callen from the Mystic Aquarium, one of my favorites, too, and most recent Dave Turner. So he is a good listener. By the way, Dave gave me a a personal call the other day to thank me. And and he said he heard it and had a great time. Ah, I think everybody's told me they really enjoyed him. He was a a hoot to have up. Back to the email. I always love hearing everybody's how did you get to the island stories. I grew up in Ashaway, started coming over on my friend's boat, probably too small to come from Wesley, but they did it anyway. Um, That was 22 years ago when he was 19, and for years he would sleep on the boats in Old Harbor, hit the bars at night, and it wasn't until he brought his girlfriend, now wife, to Block Island in 2010 that he actually ventured beyond Captain Nick's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's too bad, but eventually we all have to grow up. Yeah. Um, Wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah, much to, oh, maybe not Mark. Uh, much to my surprise, the island was hillier than I thought, and my wife wasn't thrilled with trying to bike up Spring Street on our way to the lighthouse. <laughs> I hear that a lot. The, oh, yeah. A lot of walkers yeah. going up that way. Like, whoa, a lot um, of hills. My wife and I came out every year as our adult vacation. We started bringing the kids in the summer of 2020 at the start of the pandemic because of all the outdoor activities and dining fortunately they absolutely fell in love with the island and we like we have we have brought them out for the past three years unfortunately it seems that my wife and i may have lost our favorite adult vacation spot because i don't know if the kids will let us go without Uh them again (laughs) just lie tell them you're going somewhere else yeah we're going to nantucket you know what? Well, when we're finished with this, I have an idea. Okay. Um, anyways, you guys are truly great resource of information. I feel I learn something new every time I listen. I love that you have the islands very, uh, ev- that you the love that you have for the, for the yeah, love that you have for the islands very evident, and it makes your podcast that much more genuine. Please keep up the good work, and thanks for all that you do. And that's from Tom Cook. Thank so, you, Tom Cook. Very nice, Tom. Really and, appreciate uh, that, man. Yeah. So I think we should start a. Um, photo company where you send us pictures uh-huh. and we doctor them to make it look like you're somewhere awful while you're on block island okay. so like if your kids you post them on social media yeah like the cranston landfill okay you know i'm with you yeah so you tell the kids you got to go up to work at the landfill yeah. you come to block island uh-huh. and meanwhile every few hours on social you get this right. picture of you there with like gloves and a and, you know, <laughs> when a rake up at the landfill. <laughs> that'll keep, yeah, that'll keep them away. Yeah, yeah. So I think we should do, we could fake That's it. It's not a bad idea. Let's, yeah. let's work on that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, that was a lovely email. Thanks, Tom, Thanks, for Tom. Uh, the good words. I'm so glad you're enjoying the pod. And that was a lovely mini pod. Yeah. I think that's it, right? Do we have anything well, we got to wrap up the Bimmy thing. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. So, uh... Bimmy's got a Tuesday night talk coming up. It's Dr. Ludes. Dr. Ludes. Dr. Ludes. I, I knew that guy in the 70s, man. I was going to say, is there even such a thing anymore? <laughs> um, Dr. Ludes, uh, he's on August 2nd at 7 p.m., and he's going to be ta- discussing a new Cold War disinformation political warfare and influence campaigns today. That sounds intense. Yeah. There's also a seat-to-table extravaganza. 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 On Wednesday, August 10th from 6 to 8.30 p.m., uh, that's supported by Kimberly's and uh, fisherman Chris Blansfield and Chris Littlefield. So it sounds like there's going to be some tasty treats from the sea there. Well, and I'm chefing. All right, that's right. Yeah, I'm All working right. with uh, Pam from Dish Off the Box, and cool. we're going to be uh, doing it. So I'm definitely um, going to that. 
BME's location and facilities are great for private events, too. Uh, you can have your child's birthday party on site after hours with assistance from the BME Marine educators or just rent the Cove Room for private events, including small weddings. The amenities there include the Cove Room, which will accommodate 180 for a sit-down dinner or 250 for a reception, a large covered porch, and a half-acre lawn that reaches out onto Block Island's Great Salt Pond. Yeah, and they have a full commercial kitchen there, ice makers, everything you need, so... You just bring in the crew, and you can have a one humdinger of a party there. Cool location. You know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should have a two guys on Block Island party there. Just the two of us. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a hundred of our closest friends. Okay. Ooh, that's yeah. a good idea. We got to talk about Listener that. appreciation party. Maybe one of these years we do a live one there. Maybe someone should throw us a party. They're big supporters. From what I gather, the Bimmy gang is big podcast listeners. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. And we are Let's dabbling. Have- and- and we're dabbling with the idea of another live one. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think we're going to do another live podcast uh, in September. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At some so. point. Most we'll likely on a it. Saturday, earlier this time. Right. And so. on a day when people can come out if yeah. they you know, have and normal working jobs. Exactly. They can uh, still come out on yeah. Saturday and check out the live yeah. show. That's well, in we'll, the works. We'll Stay get tuned. some details. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't count us in for that one yet. But, yeah. uh, but as always, thanks for listening. And yeah. uh, thanks for your emails. Reach out anytime at twoguysonbi at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on all the social channels and uh, wherever you listen to us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. But most of all, just tell your friends. That's right. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Hey, Mark. Have a great week. Bye, Rich. Bye.